Hello everyone, welcome to the Wednesday media review, or the chill media review on a Wednesday. Oh, 24th of March, this is going to be a good one. So, um, sorry I missed Sunday night's show, I was really upset actually and I, I felt like there's something been missing this week and I think I know what it is, I think it's because I didn't stream on Sunday. I genuinely missed it. But then today I was like uh, thinking, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And it's like, because I lost that momentum. So I'm definitely not going to try and miss any more in the future. Um, but yeah, have you figured it out yet? It's been a year. Have you figured out what's going on? I'm right on time. Thank you, Casabella. Appreciate that. Um, I've actually got a... Not a menu, uh, a list. I'm going to be good. I'm going to call it a list today. Uh, let me throw it up. So, uh, 24th of March, 2021. Um, so, we've got the Freedom Protests at the weekend, which were pretty successful overall, um, generally. I was quite happy to see that there was very little violence that kicked off in the major cities. Uh, 366 days and counting. Casabella, you're in there longer than any of us because you literally never left lockdown. So, uh, yeah, I feel for you so much. But, um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the fact that, I mean, you can see at the bottom of the list, I got stuck in the UK. We're now all literally stuck in. I feel like I might be too far away from this camera because when I sit back here, I look tiny. I look like a tiny person. Uh, I thought I'd wear a shirt for the first uh, show back because... Um, yeah, it's nice, and also it, it was it was the only shirt that wasn't really creased, so um, I went for this one. Uh, but then I did actually have it undone. But then as I was leaving to come and do this, my son was like, "No, no, you've got to button it up." So he started buttoning my shirt up. And it's all right. I thought maybe we'd done it wrong because I was in such a rush to get it get it on because I was already late. Um, but I'm here now, so that's what counts. So. So yeah, so today we'll look at uh, the freedom protests from the weekend. I'm calling them freedom protests. I don't really know what their official term was. Um, Anti-lockdown protesters, as the media were calling them. Uh, but there's various reasons why you'd protest now. Um, I think maybe I'm a bit too loud on my mic. Let me check. There we go. That should be better. Um, then we've got the... Moving on from the protests, we'll talk about the protests that happened in Miami. Um, then the kind of general theme of today's um, podcast really is about the fact that we're one year on from lockdown. So we've been in lockdown for a year and uh, I've spoke to a few people this week and we definitely feel like it. Like it feels like we've been in lockdown for a year or we've at least been in under some form of psychological abuse for a year it's like we've been in an abusive relationship for a year that we can't get out of um but the reason isn't because we love him and we want to stay with him no it's because uh we we literally now have no other option uh so we'll look into that uh the fact that we're a year on something funny to break it all up we've got joe biden falling up the stairs that's pretty good we'll look at some memes a year is nothing yeah well yeah in the grand scheme of things it's nothing um well, it's certainly felt like a lot. Like if you're, um, like I know a lot of people have been kept away from their family, but at least they're in the same country as their family. So at least having Heidi around 
makes me think about all the people that are away from their families abroad um, and they're not able to see them. Oh, have you really? You've had to... Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So all the different um, health problems that people have, you do have to... Um, think. Oh, hey, Nitty. That's a nice surprise. How are you doing? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Get you on the screen. There we go. We've now surpassed the size of that window, so we can make it bigger. Yeah, it's great to see you, Nutty. Sorry I wasn't uh, here on um, on Sunday. Uh, it was my son's birthday, as I said before, and uh, it just got away with us, and we didn't want to leave. I am very good, considering it's Wednesday, and we're, we're only halfway through the week, but I guess we're over halfway through, so maybe that's why I'm feeling a bit better. Um... But yeah, we're just going through the list, so we're just saying, talking about, uh, we're on this one at the moment. We haven't looked at them in any detail, but uh, we're just looking at these. So uh, we'll look at Joe Biden falling memes, because there's quite a lot of them, uh, quite a lot of funny ones. So I haven't actually sourced any, so we'll just look and see if we can find any. Uh, then we'll look, I put Border Crisis Watch, so this is something that we've been watching since um, before Biden was inaugurated if he was inaugurated um yeah we've been watching it for a while so it's looking at um how the democrats getting back in has affected uh people's want trying to get into america um and especially as we're stuck in the uk that's definitely interesting that so many people are trying to get into there yeah 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 100% is the funniest thing so far so Casabella said Joe Biden falling up the stairs is the funniest thing this year so far and Nutty agreed too yeah it was it was for us too I mean after watching it maybe four or five times I was a bit like oh this poor chap he's probably hurt his, his leg um because who knows that might not have been the real Biden <laughs> I just love the contrast between uh, we're getting into it but let's talk about it I love the contrast between how like a year ago he was saying he was mocking Donald Trump for going down that ramp really slowly and he was like saying oh he stumbles down slopes I run upstairs and it's like we've seen since he's got in he does not run upstairs he falls up them uh, so we'll look at some memes of that anyway so then yeah on from Joe Biden because he's linked to this the border crisis watch and we'll look at um, we'll talk about Kamala and how she laughed at the idea of her going to the border um, Prince Harry's new role that's something that um, I never I didn't think that we'd be touching on so much in this podcast is someone that's come up as a key theme throughout the whole thing is Prince Harry and um, I don't, for some reason he's he's got a new role and I was going to talk about that today um, and then a new piece of news which I don't really know about and we probably won't actually talk about but it's just to mention that this is going on and I am aware of it uh, is the tanker that's stuck in the Suez Canal uh, so it's very interesting it's like blocked the whole thing so uh, we'll, I might show that when we get to that bit um, and obviously we'll talk about that on Friday more so because Heidi's Egyptian so she's actually seen the Suez Canal uh, so it'll be interesting. I think I might have done as well, but I was so young that I didn't really remember. So that's it. Um, that's our list for today. I'm going to keep that up on my screen, but I will close it from here so you can't see it. Uh, that one. Nice. So this this uh, little owl. I saw this cute little owl on a sponsored post that someone paid for me to see. And I was like, that is so cute. Uh, I hope it's 
just your phone nutty that is uh experiencing some issues but um i'm not sure let me just check casa can be our uh, con confirmation person are we okay are we live it looks hmm it's d live oh no d live doesn't seem to like me very much does it I don't know why that is. I actually was like a, a big supporter of DLive. Um, and I was really excited to get on here. Oh, actually, no, hold on. I've just refreshed and it seems to be working okay. But um, hopefully DLive stays up. But if, if you are on DLive, then uh, maybe refresh. That might fix it. Um, so yeah, so this is just a post. I was just explaining this post. I found this picture of a really cute little owl looking like at the side like he's looking through your phone at, at you and then i thought that would be good to kind of uh, put a little message on so i'll put have you figured it out yet and it's like the little owls like popping in saying it's been a year like come on and i i said it's never been for your health it's always been against it they are killing people every day and destroying everyone else's mental health and then i in my anger put this has to end why won't it end um I think in my head that was probably a lot angrier. Uh, but yeah. Ah, nice. Casabella says she floats between D Live and YouTube. Yeah. I am also live on Twitch, hopefully, which I don't seem to get any problems on Twitch. Like, I haven't had any uh, cancelled streams yet. Oh, yeah. I've got one viewer on Twitch, actually. So, hi, whoever's watching on Twitch. And one on Periscope as well. So, I'm also on, live on Twitter, too. Um, weirdly though, DLive and Twitch don't actually say that I am online, but I am online because I can see myself and on Twitch, I, and both of them I've got viewers, whereas on YouTube I've got no viewers, so, oh well, this is, this is beside the point. Um, the music we're listening to at the moment is a, a mix from YouTube, uh, with a picture of Bojack, and that's what's keeping me relaxed today. Um, right, so first on the list is Freedom Protests. Let's have a little look at that. Ooh, let us know about your chicks. Yeah, hopefully Monty comes in soon. It's getting about that time, isn't it, that Monty joins. I thought maybe actually that doing a later stream might be better actually for some people. I notice that people tend to come on around half eight. So, um, yeah, so maybe, maybe more people will join as we go through anyway. Um, right, let's find this video. I've got a good video of the protests. Let me get my playlist up. Okay, here we go. Actually, no, I'm gonna start off with, because we're talking about protests. This is also a protest that happened. Um, this is a protest that happened in France and um, it's actually a flash mob so some of you might remember the idea of a flash mob where people turn up and um, pro like not protest but it's not always about protest it's about making a statement and uh, you don't really know that this is going to happen um, anyway I'll, I'll play it and then we can discuss it after but... but that wasn't as loud as it was for you as it was for me 
Brilliant. So that <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. It's a good way to protest and uh, and um, go through it. Um, I think James does explain it. So let's just listen to James explain it because he's actually done the research. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to Solutions Watch. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And what you were just watching was a bit of Danse Encore, a, a flash mob that took place at the Guerre du Nord in Paris on the 4th of March of this year and Paris. I'm sure you are all familiar with a flash mob by now but if not you just saw an example of that if you're listening to the audio of this you might want to check out the video in its entirety in which regular passengers are going about their day at the Guerre du Nord just getting on trains whatever and suddenly someone starts playing an accordion and then someone else starts dancing and then another person joins in and starts singing and then someone pulls up a little beatboxing and starts drumming and I can still all of that in head. Uh, takes place and suddenly you have an entire group of people who wow. are all a part of this song and the regular ordinary passengers there are overwhelmed what's going on and you see the police starting to show up and wondering what's going on this is a flash mob obviously these people have coordinated this activity at another time and place okay we're all going to meet here and we're going to do this at this appointed time so be there and be ready and let's let's do this and it looks quite surprising to people who are just passing through. I will, uh, of course, include the link so you can go and watch the entire uh, song, which, uh, well, may be interesting uh, from a musical perspective. If not, if you know French, it may be interesting to more closely examine the words. This uh, particular uh, video was sent in by a listener um, who provided their own translation of the lyrics, something along the lines of, we all want to continue to dance again, experience our thoughts, interconnect with our bodies, spend our lives attached to a grid of agreements and rules. Oh, no, 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 no. We all want to continue to dance again, experience our thoughts, interconnect with our bodies. And it goes on to talk in terms of resistance. Uh, we are all birds of a passage, never docile and never obedient. We do not pledge allegiance at dawn, no matter the circumstance. We come to break the silence, and when in the evenings on TV, Monsieur the Good King has spoken to announce our sentence, we do not show irreverence or disrespect. We always maintain dignity. Something along those lines. Um, uh, the Frank. Wow. And it, it's great to see. I'm just going to go back to, back to that. Oh, I'm clicking on the wrong window. Uh, go back to that window. Um... Oh, I'm doing it again. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, there we go. We are all birds of a passage, never docile and never obedient. We do not pledge allegiance at dawn, no matter the circumstance. We come to break the silence. And when the evening's on TV, Monsieur the Good King has spoken. To announce our sentence, we do not show irreverence or disrespect. We always maintain dignity. And Casabella adds, Viva la Revolution! Exactly. Doesn't it feel good, like, seeing people rise up? And um, I think this would have happened anyway, but I think it probably would have happened earlier. I think, actually, all they did last year by c coming up with COVID um, is delay the process of the change in the system because it can't continue on like this. So, um, yeah. But yeah, so the protests on the weekend were a lot crazier than that, a lot more people than that. But those things are equally important because if we, we can't all go out and have 100,000 people out in rallies um, every every weekend so we need to do smaller things that kind of draw people's attention because 
most of the people won't have seen what happened on the weekend but that is like it's a disruption in your ordinary working day so a lot of people there might have gone being on their way to work and they might have uh, seen this happening and they're, they're listening to the lyrics and they're thinking oh maybe maybe I should think about like what we're doing um, like maybe we should have a, a bit of a change in the system right, let me get the uh, videos of the protests up oh not that one This is nice music in the background, I quite like it actually. I don't pre-listen to these either usually, like I find a nice mix. Usually it's more about the picture that draws me in, but um, this is nice. So, This is the protest, so this, these are all around the world. Listening to Hugo Talks, yesterday saw protests all around the world against lockdown measures. UK, Australia, Israel, Canada, Italy, Germany, Netherlands and many more took part in the worldwide Freedom Rally protests. This was a unique event, an event which had no mainstream media promotion whatsoever. This was truly a grassroots worldwide movement born out of people's frustrations over very similar government policies that are happening all around the world at the same time. The mainstream media have once again underreported on these events yesterday. In the UK, the propaganda BBC reported that there were merely only hundreds of people in London yesterday. Um, sorry, but there were clearly far, far more than 100 yeah. people. Look at the videos. Look at that. Who do you think you are fooling? In the Netherlands, retired army veterans formed a line in front of protesters in Amsterdam. They did this after witnessing brutal footage of how the police treated peaceful protesters appeared online last week. The Dutch police are very fond of using dogs, but as you can see in this footage, the dog turned on his handler. So here's some footage around the world. Let's not make this a one-off. Cool, no worries, nothing. It sounded like there was chanting USA then. Well, I guess then there weren't. Freedom! Freedom! Thousands of protesters coming up Park Lane. And now the police look like they're about to look go at in. Them. And Stormtroopers. Thanks mate. I thought I'd, uh, thanks bang. I thought I'd dress up smart for tonight's um, stream.
That just proves Twitch is working. someone who listens afterwards so uh, it's good good to see you alive that's a bit weird isn't it hearing them singing that song is that a football song <laughs> I knew he's a Liverpool supporter. Is that something to do with Liverpool? <laughs> oh man, that's so weird that you just happened to be tuning in while uh while that that's playing. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. There we go. and oh and Dortmund. Okay, so that that makes sense. See, this is why I need you on stream, bang. Yeah, all over the world, people were protesting, and it was absolutely incredible to see. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be at a protest, but I was there in spirit. Israel, big one. Like, if anyone knows about fascism, it's Israel, or the people in Israel. Oh, is it a famous song? Yeah. Italy. Well, they've been kind of protesting against the uh, lockdowns for a long time now. They reopened months ago and said, no way, not again. Canada, another one where they've been incredibly aggressive towards protesters. So I was watching this on Saturday. Saturday night when this was happening to making sure what was gonna happen because they've been really harsh like as a government to towards their people Romania I don't know what he's saying but it sounds good Fuck the government Fuck the World Health Organization. <laughs> I wish I knew what they were saying.
Talk about our lives at Wake Up Australia. This is amazing to see. Look at these people of all ages, all ethnicities. Oh, good. Look at the UK. Way we did it. That's it. It's good to see the UK representing like that. And it's, it was so peaceful as well. There was there was moments where the crowd, the police tried to block Kensington Gardens, and the um, the people came up to go go into Kensington Gardens, and the police tried to stop them. And they literally just walked past them. There was no violence, nothing. The police knew that because there was just so many people. I mean, as you can see in this video, there's so many people. There's no way the police can do anything. They outnumbered them. By a lot. Is that a Palestine flag there in the background? Um, but yeah, it does feel like we're all like Palestine is now. We're all Palestinians now. Um, in our thousands, in our millions, we are all Palestinians, and that's a key phrase I remember from um, from the rallies that I went on supporting the Palestinians back in the day, um, and I still support that that movement, obviously, against Israeli occupation of Palestine, but. Um, that kind of idea that we're all Palestinians in our thousands, in our millions, especially now, is more prevalent than ever. So uh, this is Portugal. So you can see Portugal is a huge. Look at this rally that's going on all down the street. It's just amazing that this many people who are willing to stand up and... Oh, 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 the Popo. The Popo Portugal police are coming in. Oh, we got dogs too. But look, look how many people there are. Back to the UK. Oh, goodness gracious, that's just loud. So, but that that's um, from there, but I have actually got some. If you wanna see, you don't have to watch that. I've got a, um, a channel that I've, I've started. I haven't got many on there, but uh, you'll be able to see some of the videos on here, um, some of the, protests I can never get the sound onto these things but uh, we can see so actually I can play what I was going to play right there so I was going to play a song next um, but I didn't know whether to play the video or not but we could just play the song so we've got Edinburgh Edinburgh protests oh. so this song is called John Farnham You're the Voice
Look at that. Completely overwhelmed. Bye-bye. Bye, police. You got no authority here. No, we're not. Me too, Cazabella. What a great song this is. I'll turn it up a bit. Exactly. I'm not going to cry in this stream. I'm not going to do it. I will not cry. <laughs> but it is very moving, you've got to admit. Power to the people. Tapping in here in England. Waking up, man. Look at that. They can't even fit it in the shot. And they're only showing one street here. That is hundreds of thousands of people marching saying this is not okay. What is happening now is not okay. And look at the police. They're nothing. No, we are not. Not anymore. Oh, this is the uh, BBC one. Trying to get it up properly so you can see it. Oh, so fast. I'm not fast enough. Oh. Oh, nuts. I was doing so well as well. you got to admit, I was doing well there. Okay, here we go. That's better. All right, let me just make sure this doesn't play again. Okay, so this is a video. This is a, the BBC reporting on it. Um, 
and I thought we, we weren't going to get any coverage. So at least we got this. Um, get ready. Well, here are the pictures now from Central London. You can see quite cons considerable numbers of protesters. Let's talk to our correspondent, Mariana Spring, Goodness who me. is in Central London now, where the anti-lockdown protesters are, are on the move. I that mean, Instagram presumably machine. this is not a legal gathering, Mariana. How are the police <laughs> responding to it? It's not a legal ga gathering, is it? and there's a really heavy police presence. Um, there are a number of protesters who are here, often uh, from anti-lockdown groups. They've organised themselves on Telegram, Telegram, which is an encrypted messaging service, um, and they plan to start a Hyde Park. They are now making their way along Oxford Street, um, and a number of them have been promoting conspiracy theories about the vaccine, <laughs> suggesting that it's unsafe, yeah. or suggesting that... Um, the pandemic isn't real. Others are uh, like protesting pandemic. for their liberty. They are angry that regulations do not allow you to lawfully, legally protest um, under the current COVID restrictions. The police are yet to move in. There will have been um, a few confrontations with police, but yet to see any kind of um, huge descending of police upon protesters. And on the whole, um, uh, it, it's been a pretty animated and uh, febrile atmosphere. A lot of people who are very angry, who are chanting, who are singing. Uh, it's, uh, and we're, we're seeing some of the aerial pictures that you won't be able to see a bus trying to get down the road because people have wandered into the road as well as on the pavement, a line of police officers to the left. I mean, Mariana, there's a, there, the, we can't not see this in the context of what happened last weekend in Clapham where police moved in to break up the, the, the gathering by, which was illegal as well, uh, because of COVID restrictions. Of Those wanted to pay tribute to Sarah Gatherings Everard, the murder victim. Gatherings are illegal, of course um, they are. Police are going to be under a lot of public scrutiny, aren't they, in particular as a result of that, in terms of the tactics they use this weekend? Mm. Um, and there has been a very heavy police presence here. The protest had actually renamed itself a vigil for the voiceless after what happened Ooh, with Sarah Everard's like vigil uh, previously. So it is um, uh, definitely that the police are under voiceless. increasing scrutiny uh, to see how they handle this. At the moment, again, marches continue to march. Uh, people are heading down Oxford Street. Uh, it's unclear where they are headed to. Um, they are organising themselves in encrypted channels, which means the police in some ways are probably playing catch-up. Uh, so, uh, and a lot they of traffic is also being stopped, so I don't expect this protest to calm down anytime soon. Hmm. Could be a long afternoon. So where are they heading for, Mariana? There was speculation that they would be heading towards Trafalgar Square. There have been other protests organised today, um, although this appears to be the largest. There appears... It's interesting that they... I mean, I think she did do some fair reporting on that. I mean... Um... Like obviously they downplayed the amount of people that were there, but she she didn't um, kind of diminish them. Like a lot of the times that I I remember seeing protests being reported on in the news, a lot of the time they say, well they don't know what they're protesting I mean, about. Been the most anti. Whereas um, she did she seemed to kind of address all the kind of issues that that, that people were raising. Lockdown uh, protesters out on the streets um, because they are organising in encrypted channels. It's quite difficult to predict their next move, um, but a number of people are following their movements online, and a lot of the groups involved mm. communicate heavily online. They organise themselves in spaces that are harder for people to uh, to, to get it for journalists or police or any others to to see where they're headed. So it's very much playing a game of catch up for everyone. Well, here are the pictures now. Very very interesting indeed and there was also one more video that i just wanted to show you i wanted this to be in the video actually but i couldn't find it at the time um it was a bus driver this one so it's a bus driver he shows his exemption sticker 
goodness me. Instagram always comes on so loud. Oh, it's a different video. So uh, this is a woman. I've seen a video where there's a, a, a chap who's shaking people's hands. Um, and he shows his, that he's exempt. So it's like showing his support. Um, but yeah, absolutely insane events happening around the world. This, this guy holding a sign that sums it up pretty well. Game over, globalists. And actually, I actually have some exciting news which isn't on my list for today which i need to remember oh i just realized you can't see that oh, i need to get used to this there we go game over globalists uh exactly you're right you're right mate they it is game over for them um child suicide becoming an international epidemic amid restricted pandemic life doctor's warn and uh one of the things i've got to look at is a story about this actually um but i was hoping i could find that video mm. no we shared that on the weekend so i think that's it i think that's all the videos from from this weekend maybe this one Yeah. This is what we need. I'd say more than fifty thousand. Seeing those pictures. Psychopathic government and I was at a protest where there was fifty thousand and there's slaves, far more than that. But how can they do it when you've got all these people against him? If you're not here today and you wanted to be here March for you guys, I'm marching for you. Look at this. Thank you. The numbers are just gonna get bigger and bigger and the numbers are going to get bigger and bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah, people getting pissed truth, off now. Truth, truth is inconvertible. Ignorance can deride it. Yeah. Pessimists can ignore it. But in the end, there it is. Nothing is going to stop the power of the people. Yes! Come on! Yeah. Well, I know some people that went to the protest just because... They don't get to see their friends at all. So they, this, even though it wasn't legal to do this, technically, um, they were like, yeah, I'm going to go to the protest just so I can go and have a bit of a party, a bit of a dance. And apparently, I haven't seen any footage of this, but apparently there was actually a, a party late at night, like a post-protest party. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Let's just finish... The UK protests with this a little girl trying to give a police officer a um, a daffodil. So lovely. Let's try and focus on that sentiment a bit more. Um, it seemed like that was the kind of key th theme of last weekend. There wasn't much of this in the UK, although there probably was some people getting annoyed at the police, but it wasn't like. Like it was not not like it's been in uh, Holland or anything like that. Like it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so let's move on. What's what's next on our list? Let me see. Do 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 do. Can I get it up now? Do do. Oh my goodness, what's going on here? Look at this. This is actually my list. It's like the big reveal. Here we are. Okay. So, one year on, exactly, and that was mentioned quite a few times in that, that video. We are one year on, and, and a lot has happened. 
like um i really thought people would be waking up before now in terms of things that uh everything that's been going on i really didn't think as many people would be getting vaccinated on things um but yeah um i'm just trying to find the the links that i saved to talk about uh, let's put some music back on the answer is in the stars is that what it says it is. The answer is in the stars. Let's go with Neverland. Oh, no. Click that. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to try and get this up now. But yeah, did anyone else go to the protest? Casabella, did you know anyone that went to the protests? I, I actually have had quite a lot of friends that went... Um, back from my hometown near Birmingham, but um, yeah, I mean Nottingham, Nottingham really isn't that bad. Like in terms of the people around you, like there's a lot of people here that don't believe everything that's going on. Even people that live in my street, kind of like a bit like questioning things. Like they understand the the idea of personal um, freedom. Right, so. Oh, next, next was Joe Biden falls. <laughs> I'm going to make this smaller so we can still see it. Perfect. Okay. So it's Twitter time, which means we get to leave this lovely music on. It's what's happening. Maybe this is good. next to me let me know what you think okay so we see that um, sure sure large large container ship partially refloated but remained stuck okay so see I, I the reason I didn't really want to talk about that today is because we really don't know what's gonna happen like I think we just gotta wait really um, so we'll talk about that on Friday. So let me just go to my profile and see. There's me now. I am live. See, I heard that Periscope was stopping, so I'm surprised this is still going, <laughs> to be honest. Um, well, happy. Happy to be on Twitter. If anyone's watching me on Twitter, it says zero, follow, zero viewers, but I don't believe that. Um, so, search Twitter. Joe Biden falls. Meme. He falls into a meme. What does that mean? <laughs> That's good. I'm just trying to get it so it's bit bigger hmm oh this is like a compilation of a few of them that's cool wow this is it this is it really <laughs> this is these are all the memes that I've seen 
nice. Yeah, it's so funny. I can't, can't believe who's ready for a real POTUS. Hmm. Ah, there he is. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> going to the end zone and ends up carrying it as it is for 80. Nice. Wow. Crazy, man. So this is the, the main one that I've seen come out of it. President Lift. But yeah, so a uh, little bit of comic relief there laughing at an old man <laughs> I actually feel kind of mean doing it to be honest um, but then you, you think back to him saying that uh, mocking President Trump for not being able to walk down that slope um, which was so funny actually let's play that video because there's a really hilarious video, video of that Trump and the ramp We'll do it live. <laughs> okay. Hold up, hold up. There we go. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are. Anyone can fall up the stairs and Casabella will wet herself with laughter. Me too, definitely. And actually, I laugh more when people that you don't really, like, they, they can't be faking it. So like, um, yeah, I used to laugh so much when kids fell over. <laughs> um, now I've got a kid, I'm like, oh no, no, protect his head, <laughs> protect his brains. Uh, so this is a songify version of Trump talking about the ramp. There's More no comic relief. Probably 10 yards long. Uh, this question is on uh, COVID. I think you're going to have a big surprise, a beautiful surprise, sooner than anybody would think. Uh, but the answer is... Uh, I win! Oh, this is so funny. How he drinks. This. I've started so drinking like that now. That is the correct way to drink. The water, the water 
So with that said, Linda, hi, Linda. I have a question for you. What do you think is your greatest accomplishment in your eyes? <laughs> no way! I can make it down that ramp without falling on my ass. There's no way. There's no way. General, I may grab me so fast. I don't want that. Inch by inch. Okay. I didn't mean I'm going to stop this. I forgot how long it was. That's crazy. Let's move on because I want to want to get through my list. Um, but yeah, he ran down the ramp, basically. Does anyone else miss uh, seeing Donald Trump on a daily basis, whether you liked him or not? He's very entertaining and he's like a walking meme machine. Uh, Joe Biden is not. Um, although he is very memeable, but Trump actually, like, he brings it out. So, um, but anyway, so uh, let's move on to the next thing on my list, which um, is something that's quite um, quite important, I think. Oh, I'm lost. Oh, I know why, because it's this. There we go. I had to get rid of my chat to show this, because I'll put it underneath. So uh, next was the, the border crisis. So on from Joe Biden's fails, falls, onto a Joe Biden fail, fall of the border crisis. Um, so... I have a video again, because this is the media review. Um, the Harrison... Oh, sorry. So this is um, a guy called Mark Dice, who's uh, who actually, he reminds me, I said this the other day to Heidi, he reminds me of the character in all of the Pixar movies that's played by the guy with the same voice. He sounds just like him. And if you ever get a chance, like listen to them together. And he really does sound just like him. Um, but he goes into it quite well. But, um, I won't play all of the video, but we'll play some of it. Administration finally released photos from inside the migrant detention centers down at the border after months of denying journalists access. Because, well, since the Democrats refused to allow President Trump to complete the border wall, there's been a record number of illegals surging into our country because they know that old Joe is going to just grant them citizenship. And some people were wondering mm -hmm. about the conditions of these facilities due to the obvious That's what we were saying as well. But... The uh, Harris administration refused to acknowledge that it was a crisis, just calling it a situation. And they finally released some photos showing what Project Veritas Look showed us the day before. Because Project Veritas obtained some photos. From so basically, Veritas went down there, obtained some photos, and then that forced the media then to share the photos that they've been holding on to for months. So... The, the point of this channel really is to expose the lies of the media and the way that they manipulate things. Like, they literally kept this from you. And this has happened repeatedly. We saw it last year with the Hunter Biden laptop files. Like, they're saying that that was a conspiracy. And then after the election, they said, oh, no, that was actually true. And the FBI are looking into him. But like they literally kept it under wraps. 
Nutty said the US government said they're going to finish the Texas war last you heard. Uh, do, oh, your governor. So the Texas governor. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm not surprised that Texas wants to close the war. That's one of the main places that they've been getting in. But like Arizona, I believe that they're saying that they want to knock it down. So they, there's the wall that's already been built. They want to knock it down, which is insanity. Like to think that you just knock it down. That's yeah. <laughs> like it it beg, it beggars belief really. Um. Yeah, yeah, if you hear any more news, Nutty, I'd love to hear it. Um, and I'll definitely talk about it in the show. And it's something that I'm watching quite a lot anyway, so um, we will definitely be talking about it again. Source inside the facilities showing that it's never been this bad. And when Project Veritas announced that they had the photos and then they were going to be releasing them the next day, then what a surprise, the next morning Axios, another one of these newer online outlets that's funded with tens of millions of dollars from liberal donors and investors decided to release some photos that they had that they were sitting on and tried to scoop Project Veritas. Axios figured since the cat's gonna get let out of the bag they might as well publish the story instead of sitting on the photos any longer and then scoop Project Veritas and get some clicks and ad revenue instead. Then when President Kamala was asked if she's gonna go down to the border and tour the facilities to see what the heck's going on down there with her own eyes, she laughed. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. Remember when that gigantic caravan came across the border under the Trump administration and the centers got pretty crowded and I all do. the Democrats were complaining about it? And Alexander Ocasio-Cortez hopped on a plane and flew down there and broke down into tears and became a meme. Well, of course, I mean, you would think that she's absolutely furious about it happening again, especially under the Harris administration, right? Uh, no. No, because by condemning it, she would be acknowledging that it exists, and Democrats don't do that to problems, yeah. and she doesn't want to tip off her millions of Twitter followers about the problem, because they're so out of touch that they have no idea what's going on. And since the photos have been published and are going viral through social media, the Democrats are having a hard time explaining what's happening, so maybe they should listen to one of the migrants explain. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. Definitely. We had the chance, you know, the, the same violence that's going on today was there last year. We used to watch the, the news and uh, I, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. 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 Yeah. Uh, the main thing was the violence in my country. Yeah, and that's the main thing. The second thing uh, I think was Joe Biden. Who's Biden? And, you know, yeah, uh, it's like letting up so. my hope. Half of them are wearing Biden shirts. And then that other group yeah, we said talked that about old the Joe shirts. gave him 100 days to get here. I want for my people, I just want patience and pass that we can get to the U.S. because they're having a new president. Where's Biden? He's going to help all of us. He's given us 100 days to get to the U.S. and give us legal mental paper so we can get a better life for our kids and family. But never forget how the liberal media reacted when the facilities became a little overcrowded under the Trump administration. 
Well, the images suggest those of concentration camps. The Statue of Liberty, I think, is weeping right now. There's no denying that this is an incredibly complex humanitarian issue that's, of course, made even more difficult by the fact that we're dealing with this in the midst of a pandemic. He will be forever remember, remembered as the president who traumatized little children. A lot of these children are part of a problem that the Biden administration inherited from the Trump oh, administration. Yeah, the system is broken it. inside of the country. So Increasingly, Donald Trump is turning this nation into Nazi. Germany and turning these into concentration camps. I call this a concentration camp for kids. Obviously, this is. Uh, I was going to stop it there halfway through. This is the main thing that I wanted to show in this video: is the difference between uh, how the media is reporting on the situation now and how the media reported on the situation when Trump was president. When it suited the Democrats, they were definitely more um, vicious towards the uh, the president. Uh, good to see you, Nutty. Hope to catch you. Uh, in the next one, Friday uh, is the next one. Um, but yeah, so you can see the, the disparity between the two coverages of, of Biden and Trump. And um, yeah, I remember at the time when all this kicked off, like Obama built the cages. Obama like put the beds in them. Uh, Obama kind of made them, put them out there for the kids. So Obama actually put the kids in the cages. And then after... Um, when Trump got in that drew attention to it because they could try and use it but what Trump did by drawing attention to it and he did this re repeatedly in his presidency which is why I constantly had to be in a position where um, I was telling people to look at actually what's going on and not and try and focus on the bigger picture here and what Trump did is he, he showed everyone that what was happening and he made it end. So once the world saw what was happening in the with the kids in the cages when Trump was president, he put a stop to it. He went down there. He said, enough is enough. We're not doing this. And this is why we want to curb illegal immigration, because it, it, it creates a situation where trafficking of children is really like, or trafficking of people is rife. Like it, it allows for these things to happen. And um, and so when Trump ended that, it changed the way uh, illegal immigration happened because they couldn't just send people to the border anymore. They couldn't just send people over. And um, and so then they, they were able to close these facilities. Um, I think they were pretty much all closed by the time uh, Trump, the 2020 rolled around. And then Biden obviously won. And then all of a sudden they start coming up. Biden's inaugurated and then these facilities start popping up for for kids and it's it the pictures are like I thought they were dead bodies when I first saw them like because it couldn't the first picture I saw was literally just lines and lines of bodies uh with like sheets over them so you couldn't actually see their heads or anything like that so I was like oh my god um but obviously they weren't dead they were sleeping but still it is it's awful seeing them in those kind of and they are cages regardless of whether or not it's metal it's still it's still a cage like if this room was locked right now i would be in a cage but like, this is a cage technically we are all locked in a cage of the uk because we're stuck here poor casabella has been locked in a well locked in leicester for 366 days like we are all in a in cages right now so um yeah Let's continue. So just just focus on the difference in dif, dif, uh, the difference between the way the media 
acts when it's Biden's cages and when it was Trump who was who inherited them. So actually, Biden didn't inherit anything. They literally lied here. So. Hi, Liz. Problem that the Biden administration inherited from the Trump administration. Babies in jail. Is Liz nutty? I think I've got a conspiracy in my own channel. Nutty goes, then Liz appears. It's like, it's amazing. It's like, hmm, something's going on here. No, I'm joking. Good to see you, Liz. Thanks for tuning in on a Wednesday. Uh, we are only halfway, really, through, uh, through the list for tonight. Uh, so we are moving slowly. Snail's pace, really. Um, I keep getting distracted. <laughs> But um, so currently we're talking about the uh, the the border crisis. Casabella knows Casabella is my moderator as well. So if if there's anything afoot, I know that she would be the first to get on it. <laughs> Back to this. Challenges facing U.S. Border Patrol amid this migrant surge. Babies no problem, Liz. Don't worry about it. Jail. A very very tough situation that the Biden administration now needs to contend with. Something that's very difficult for the federal government to deal with at the border. Children are being marched away to showers. Another being marched away to showers, just Listen like the Nazis. You have a lot. They compared it to the Nazis. And imagine if if any anyone on the right did that. Like if they compared it, compared Biden to the Nazis now, like you would be raked over the coals. Well, actually, didn't isn't that what happened with um, the girl from Mandalorian? We talked about it in a previous episode. Kara, uh, is it Kara? Something like that. The wrestler girl. Thanks, Isabella, for posting that. Of border agents, you know, we know the union was very pro-Trump, who are now starting to just leak out videos un anonymously, which can be very dangerous where we don't know where things are coming from. We begin this afternoon with the wails of children. Fox News decided to call President Trump to get his assessment on the situation and the this latest so instance funny. of the Democrats' hypocrisy and then decided to embarrass themselves by finishing it like this. Before I let you go, just real quickly, most presidents, ex-presidents like yourself, do not weigh in at this level. Why did you feel like you needed to on this issue? Well, you called me, I didn't call you, in all fairness, but... <laughs> Classic Trump, but there's another answer to that question, and that's because both Obama and George W. Bush broke the long-standing unwritten rule that former presidents do not publicly weigh in on the current administration. They just go off into retirement or they do some charity work or when they have public appearances, it's about kind of general topics. They never criticize the current administration. That had been a longstanding rule for decades, perhaps even longer, but Obama and George W. Bush, Skull and Bones member, of course, third generation Skull and Bones, just couldn't keep their mouth shut and continuously complained about President Trump. So yep. since not just one, but two former presidents from two different parties decided to put an end to that long-standing tradition, I guess that means that President Trump is free to throw his two cents in on various issues, which is great considering rumor has it that he may be returning to social media in the next few months. And let's not forget Beto O'Rourke's genius idea from when he thought he was going to become the next president for preventing this crisis from happening in the first place. Um, you know, would you, if you could, would you take the wall down now? Here. Yes. Like you have a wall. Absolutely. Knock it down. I'd take the wall and down. And do you think the city, you think if, this, if there's a referendum here in this city, that would pass? I do. Here's what we know. Um, 
If you read Pat Buchanan's book, The Death of the West, or you know about the New World Order, then you understand what's happening. President Trump was holding the dam back from bursting, and since he's no longer there, well, the end of America is upon us. There are various sociological models that explain what's happening to the United States right now, like the Titler Cycle, which identifies the various different phases that a society goes through uh, from its beginning to its ultimate collapse. For example, it starts off under bondage, under a king or under a fascist ruler, and then people have faith that they could stop it, then they have the courage to, then they get liberty, they get their freedom, then they have an abundance, then they become selfish, then they become complacent, then apathy sets in, then dependence, dependence on the government, free handouts from old Joe, and then you cycle back into bondage. But instead of talking about the crisis at the border, or God forbid, securing it, the Democrats on Capitol Hill are talking about making Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico states. I mean, heck, might as well throw Guam in there at this point. And if you don't know what the globalist's plan is for the New World Order, then you definitely need to read my books. So, so yeah, I have actually got a few of uh, Mark's books. Um, and he's a really interesting guy to kind of um, to follow because he, uh, he has a, um, a series called Man on the Street. Um, Mark Dice. He, um, I, I found him years ago, and he went through this period where he had a massive argument with Alex Jones, and they had a big fallout, and all this kind of stuff happened. It's a very interesting uh, moment in history, but then they made up, and uh, felt better. So you can see some of his videos here. He's got a, um, a running joke about this guy, Greg. Is it Greg something? Greg, whatever. Um... I don't know, but um, yeah, he, he, he's got a running joke. He does a voice of him. And now it's like, I can't even listen to that guy without hearing that guy's voice. Um, but he also used to have a series called Man on the Street. And I'm just seeing if whether he's got a playlist that's set up for the Man on the Street. Because it was really interesting. Um, let's have a look. Man on the Street. Man on the street, here we go. So uh, I'm, I don't know whether I'll play any, but I'm just going to show you what, what it was. And so he, he lives in California, so um, it's he's obviously quite close to the boardwalk. So he goes down there and talks to some Californians about different things, about what's going on. I'm guessing he hasn't done it uh, very rec recently. But um, he, he's done some really interesting ones. So um, I haven't really got time to play these now. Um, I have something that's not political that I want to play just to break break it up a little bit now. Um, it's actually from one of my favorite films. It's an indie film um, and it's called Safety Not Guaranteed. I don't know if you guys have seen it. And it's about um, a guy that invents a time travel machine. And this is just a scene from there where um, he plays a song. Um, I'm going to play this now, but if... Um, if it gets removed, the song is called Big Machine, and it's from the film Safety Not Guaranteed. So, if you're watching live, you might be one of the lucky ones. <laughs> it's really quiet. It's so quiet. It might be too quiet. What is it like? Song for when I see her again. Will you play it? 
It's please. No, it's not. It's not finished, and it's really just not very good. So. Well, I'll tell you if it's good or not. Okay. It's only halfway done, so it's just like. It is quiet, isn't it? I think it's too too quiet. Let's let's see if I can find the actual song. Okay. That's the one I'm playing, so it's not that one. I guess we could listen to a cover. Let's go for a cover. It's a nice song, so There we go. That's better. Singing. <laughs> Is that what you mean? It's not me, no. That is Stephen Otis. Uh, that's the song that I wanted to play, but um, the the video was so quiet. So um, so this song has kept me going really f since I I saw that film. I listen to that all the time. The Big Machine because it's about going out into the big machine every day and just continuing to continue on and uh it's it's a, it's a good Wednesday song because we're halfway through the the week 
and um, we're still going through the machine, so um, we're getting through to the end. So um, the next um, on that on that note, really, the next kind of two things that we're going to talk about tonight are about mental health. Um, so the first one is about Prince Harry again, who I was talking about earlier, and how crazy it is that he's featured so much on this channel. It's like it's weird weird that he's he's become such a staple in the chill uk i'm not a massive fan of harry obviously um but i do like that he's destroying the royal family from within um okay so prince harry has a new job at silicon valley or in silicon valley and he hopes that the job's going to have an impact on people's lives so the the role is at better up um and it's like a uh, he's got a few jobs that um since they've left the royal family and they're trying to be financially independent apparently so prince harry has been appointed chief impact officer at silicon valley startup that focuses on coaching people on their mental health to help people's performance better up offers custom support and services that strengthen mental fitness with the aim of allowing customers to unleash unleash personal and professional performance the job is the latest in a series of private gigs harry and his wife Meghan markle have secured since quitting the royal family earlier last year since quitting quitting well this is the mirror so i guess yeah oh sorry this is the mirror <laughs> uh, explaining his decision to take the job he told the wall street journal i intend to c- help create impact in people's lives Proactive coaching provides endless possibilities for personal development, increased awareness, and an all-round better life. And um, doesn't this like kind of make you think of Diana a little bit and the work that she did around mental health? Um, and she left like a legacy of like ch- championing uh, mental health care services, and she she helped a lot of people. Um, Mental health is something Harry is extremely passionate about and he's spoken honestly about his personal experiences and struggles. More recently, Meghan also revealed she had suicidal thoughts during her time in the royal family, which we've spoken about on a couple of couple of weeks ago, uh, literally like two shows, the Wednesday and the, the Jagger and the Hornet, we mentioned it as well. Um, so so it's really interesting that he's done, he's done this um, mental health thing and... and I'm wondering like what this platform could bring. Yep. Uh Diana wanted I mean sorry, Diana. Casabella wanted to point out that Diana was wasn't born a princess, she was just a lady. She had a nanny job before marrying Charles. Yes, that is true. She wasn't a royal. Um she was in the aristocracy. Um the Spencer family were pretty well up there in terms of wealth uh, um accusation like assets and stuff like that they owned a lot of stuff um but yeah i think it's it's interesting the work that she did and the parallel to this with prince harry um and i'm interested to see what he uses this platform for so obviously uh what the story we're going to come on to next has a, a large impact on young people's mental health like everything that's happened over the last year um and i was wondering if he will start kind of now that it's been a year since they left the royal family. Um, are they going to start being more vocal about um, other things? Like, are they going to be able to shake off that royal baggage that they've got to start a, a different conversation? Because I know he did a lot of great stuff 
in uh, as a royal. So I imagine without those shackles on him and all those people that have to approve everything that he wants to do, like what else can he do? Like even uh, what are those games that he, he runs? Uh, the Invit Invit. I can't even say it. Inviticus, Inviticus games for disabled veterans or something like that. Um, like it's all to drive mental health. He he's quite famous in Nottingham because of the work that he's doing around uh, knife crime prevention uh, in young people and generally looking at young men's mental health as well. So this is a a, a recurring theme for Harry, and I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Really, so. Um, so what what does it say? So the the Better Up website states since 2013 we have been pioneering growth for the whole person. We believe that well-being and peak performance go hand in hand and that through custom support and strengthening mental fitness you unleash personal and professional potential. The Better Up experience brings together world-class coaching, AI technology and behavioral science experts to deliver change at scale, improving individual resilience adaptability and effectiveness the results helping people live more meaningful vibrant lives and yeah hopefully he's going to add to that i think um there's there's nothing wrong with being optimistic he's left the royal family so i'm allowed to kind of um have my hopes that he's going to use that platform for good going forward um so yeah um, and they've they've started this foundation as well called Arch Archwell. Um, so obviously with a son called Archer, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I'm sad that they stole the name. But um, so leading on to next, I need to apparently remove my ad blocker to see this um, article. But where is it? Ad blocker. Pause. Refresh. Cross your fingers. We're good. So, uh, I don't know what this video is, but should we just see and have a look? Because I haven't, I've turned it off. It's paused. <gasps> Come on, independent. Seems to be working now. Imagine diabetes without root. Goodness gracious. So we've got an advert first. So this article is about children's reflections on on a year since the first lockdown. So a year on since COVID kind of hit the hit the charts. <laughs> um, so let's see what's coronavirus in numbers. Is this just propaganda? Who's that fat prick? Oh, it's Boris. It is a fat prick. No, I knew it was Boris, really. Oh, it's just propaganda. Oh, my goodness. Is that real? That's how many people have had the first dose. Goodness gracious. <gasps> and almost two million that I've received. I mean, what? Confirmed by what? A PCR test that doesn't confirm anything. What the? F what is that? What's this black thing? You see that then? That's so weird. That toilet. Right, this is just propaganda. Let's move on. Let's move on to the story. So uh, the headline, I wanted to play and I couldn't. 
Children have reflected on a year since England's first lockdown. It almost felt as if we had been stuck in a never-ending cycle of assignments and revision, an A-level pupil says. And it was like a black egg, wasn't it? Very interesting. Very weird. Um, I'm not going to dwell too much on that. (laughs) Um, Oh, I'm trying to get rid of this. Okay. So I'm quite a sociable person. I found it really hard not to be able to leave the house, India Granger tells The Independent. The 11-year-old, like millions of others... Hold on. Let's get some music on this. Bad boy. Here we go. Okay. The 11-year-old, like millions of others, has spent months of her childhood away from school, friends and the usual hobbies since England first went into lockdown one year ago. The most active thing... I've literally knocked over my light. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty cool. No, I need to fix this. That's good. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, the 11-year-old, like millions of others, has spent months of her childhood away from school, friends, and usual hobbies since England first went into lockdown one year ago. The most active thing I could do was take my dogs out, she says. The year six pupil is currently self-isolating for the second time this academic year, meaning even more time at home after two national lockdowns that kept most children out of school. Experts have raised concerns over lost learning and children's well-being after coronavirus caused massive upheaval in key stages of their lives and development. And we've seen that um, self-harm is on the rise. I know people personally who work in schools and they say that there are specific kids that they have to watch out for. They literally have to like check their arms every day after every lunch break and everything to make sure they haven't gone and hurt themselves. And that is is just heartbreaking to me to think of young kids that are fit feeling like they have to they've got no other choice but to to do that it's awful so the disruption has been hard india says you might be back in school then you're thinking the whole time will they announce another lockdown will someone in our year get covid will we have to start self-isolating again As well as facing coronavirus restrictions over the past year on socialising, most children stopped going to school during lockdowns last spring and at the start of this year. Only vulnerable children and the offspring of... Yeah, we know this. Eight-year-old Zoe Norman of London says, I wanted to see my friends in person and it was hard because I wanted to play and have playdates and I couldn't. We couldn't go on a few things that we planned with our friends. We were planning camping. Everyone wants to go to the beach. Zoe's brother Samuel tells The Independent, You're always inside on a device doing your home learning or just chatting with friends when it's better to see them face to face. You do miss your friends but also school. It's just not as easy to learn when you're at home. There's lots of distractions. So Ethan Taylor, 11, says that in a classroom, pupils can get more done and get into the working environment, interacting more easily with teachers and other pupils. Online lessons are way different to normal ones because you do different amounts of work. You do whatever is set on there and it's not much. Sometimes it wouldn't work. 
So they have a lot of lot of issues. I mean, these are kids that have been asked, like, what do you feel about it? And it's like they the first thing that comes to their minds, um Elastic bands on your wrist. Okay, that's interesting. See, I would see that as self-harming though. Like if I was seeing someone flicking their wrist, isn't that like kind of self-harming? But um whatever works really. It is it is very sad. And the other thing is that these kids aren't emotionally intelligent enough or emotionally mature enough to understand the the effect that it's having on their mental health and also and and the, also the effect that their mental health has effect on their me, on their physical health. So by worsening their mental health, they're actually more likely to get sick and get, or catch disease or even get childhood um, health issues. Fair enough, Cazabella. Whatever works for you, that's good advice. And if anyone um, want, wants to know that, so um, Cazabella said elastic bands on the wrists work for self-harming when trying to stop the habit. So if anyone's watching and they're suffering with that, maybe if that helps you, then you do you. Um, I just want people to be happy, really. But if you are depressed, then uh, give me a call. Like, um, uh, Contact me on Instagram, whoever you are watching this if you're feeling down um and we'll find a way to pick you back up again because don't do not suffer in silence um and especially if you're a guy too i'm not saying i don't care about women because i've got two women talking to me right now i care about you both greatly uh, what i mean is that men are less likely to open up about their emotions and their feelings um luckily i'm not like that i'm very open with my emotions and feelings you pretty much know how i'm feeling <laughs> love yourself exactly yeah everyone should love themselves thanks Casabella. i definitely will as soon as um we're all i, I hate saying this but once we're all allowed out but uh, i'm going to change it once Oh, I can't even change it. Once we're allowed out, we'll 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 have to hang out as, or something. Because um, yeah, things are changing. Um, so this is just heartbreaking. I I'm actually a teacher myself on a on a weekend. I only teach for half a day, and I can see like the effect that this is having on young kids now. So um, data published by NHS Digital last October showed there was a 50% rise in mental health disorders among young people compared to the year before. And this is something that um, has been increasingly um, get going up over the past like 10 years and it's just been getting worse anyway. So um, as all children went back to school in March after most had been learning online for two months, a huge rise in anxiety was noted. Teenage years in particular are a period of time in life where you are supposed to be your most sociable. Social contact is essential to develop the people they are going to become. It's very true. Um, it's interesting because my teenage years were not particularly sociable. <laughs> I was bullied pretty profoundly in school. So um, it's interesting if, that, if that's what's designed the person that I've become <laughs> I am not a bully but yeah I, I just want to I, I want to know what what we can do to stop all this um, and people are like suicides on the rise every week it goes up so 
It's sad. Um, there was actually another video that I wanted to show you. Um, not this one. I think I might have sent it to myself. This one. I should play it without the, with the music on. Greetings from the Algarve. Um, so I had a bit of a, a rant on. Oh. Is this because I'm playing music as well, do you think? Mum Dio, greetings from the Algarve. Very um, true, Liz. So I had a bit of a, a rant on my stories yesterday, and quite a few of you have messaged asking if I'll do a video so that you can share it. So here goes. Um, what I was discussing yesterday was the fact that um, so many people seem to be up in arms about this new law that's come into effect saying that you can't travel without reasonable excuse and you can't go on holiday and this year and everyone's kicking Very true. to fuck about and a it. smile too and I find it really funny because the only reason people are kicking off the only reason people even know about it is because it's been reported in the Daily Mail they're, they're telling you what to get angry about they passed a bill 12 months ago that inspired my very first video rant. They passed a bill 12 months ago that literally stripped you of every right you had up to that point. And nobody said shit. Nobody said diddly. Why? Because the newspapers didn't report on it. Now, mm. if you're allowing... If your information is coming from the newspapers, you're allowing the media to form your reality. That's all I've got to say about it. It's so obvious with every single movement that gains traction. Extinction Rebellion, for a perfect example, I've news for you. Nobody needs to be getting angry about burning fuel. Do you need to be getting angry about oh, plastic pollution or the millions of masks that are currently saturating the planet? Black Lives Matter. Is such an info. You're getting cross about racism because you're being told to. Now, to give you a perfect example from the BLM movement, why is nobody ever up in arms that little black boys are something like 2.4 times more likely to be damaged from a vaccine? Why is nobody up in arms that African children are the ones that are used as guinea pigs in the trials yeah. for pretty much every Heidi's vaccine? always saying Black that. lives matter, do they? Yeah. Try telling that to African mothers who are having the kids used as guinea pigs. Don't get me started on <laughs> this nonsense. This woman Your is LGBTQ amazing. Your LGBTQ bullshit. My name's Chrysanthemum and I identify as they. Good for you, love. My name's Beeb and I identify as someone that's sick to death of bullshit. <laughs> You're being told what to get cross about. You've been told that you can't go on holiday, so now you're crossed. But nobody told you 12 months ago that you'd already had every right stripped from you. So, the point I'm trying to make, and the point I've always tried to make, is stop relying on the media to inform you of what is going on. Read through these acts yourself. It's public knowledge what's about to get passed in Parliament. Yeah, Research she's right. for yourself if you are... Taking the only information you're getting or have been getting is from the likes of the BBC, the Daily Mail, all the newspapers, they're all owned by the same companies. You're not you're not coming from a better perspective just because you read The Guardian Love, I've news for you. All newspapers, all media, find form your own opinion. You're cross that you can't go on holiday, but you're not cross that all your other rights have been stripped because you've not been told about it. So that was yesterday's story rant, and I've just delivered it in a video. Enjoy.
Yeah, so thank you, uh, the Alchemist Anarchist. Great name again. I'm always I'm always quite jealous of people's names when they come up with good ones. Um, but yeah, I thought she really laid it out well, and the kind of um, the way the a part of the reason for for the show, and I keep bringing this up, is about um, showing the way the media manipulates things. Um, I did a master's in digital media, and part of that was um, looking at ethics and the philosophy of media and the way that it can be manipulated. So, um, like, the way that you can brainwash someone using, like, different audio sounds. So you can actually use audio sounds in a, in a production, and it will actually make people more susceptible to taking knowledge. So you can actually lie to people, and they would take it in easier. It's, it's just insane, really. Um, but, yeah, Casabella said that this, this lady sounds like her. Um, do you mean sounds like as in the accent or the um she sounds like you in terms of the things that she's saying uh, because i love both of those things about this woman her accent is phenomenal what does that say popper popper gainer popper gainer a cockney that is looking hard at something popper oh pop <laughs> I, oh propaganda oh my goodness I see what you're saying it's a propaganda so it's a proper look I see what you're saying we have to explain these things we could have people all over the world listening to this get my hopes up um, but yeah the, um, I mean it's, it is great that um, I've got Casabella, Liz and Nutty when she comes in as well but it seems like you guys already know it all um, so um and I love the fact that you're here to kind of add to the conversation. But um, the main target audience of this show really is to try and get other people to to start looking into things. Like it's it, the whole whole point of it is that the hill is really intense and tells you exactly what you need to know. The chill takes a step back, looks at the perspectives of everyone and tries to work out what's going on and won't actually tell you what to think. The, the whole point is to tell you, um, to help you understand how they're trying to make you think. So that, that's the whole point of it anyway. So thanks, Liz. I will get there. I think it's about perseverance. I think that's that's key. Just being person like I just got to persevere. And I've also got to start editing my streams into little clips because that's what some people do. But I really like the live stream. Like I really like this this dynamic. The fact that I can just go for an hour and a half to two hours and it's posted it's done and it's away and that's it yeah we do need frankie to give me another shout out yeah um yeah but i, d I don't like asking for shout outs like i know that frank has a specific like no he he's the only one that's allowed to promote on his channel um and i completely respect that so i will never go on to frank's channel and go hey frank give me a shout out like I'm, I go on there and I engage in the conversation in the hope that somebody might see it or even he might turn around and say, you know what, follow Chill, which he has done twice now. So I'm uh, I'm proud of that. <laughs> but yeah, again, like the, the only, but with Frank's show again, is that they are primarily viewers who know about these things. Um, well, some of them, you, you guys know better than I do. Yes. That's it. I've reached 100 messages today in my restream chat. That's like literally my goal. 
if I make it over an hour and a half, I usually get to that. So that was my kind of bit on Prince Harry and mental health and lockdown. Um, this 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 video this is a a, a media related reference but this channel is someone that i follow on my own personal account i don't follow it on chill uk i follow it on my own personal account but he has some really weird videos like this one i thought was would be interesting to show you guys it's like a dog runs across water and like usually i think oh there must be something here but it's the people's reaction in the background take a look see what you think look at that and they were like, did that dog just run across there? You see that? That's weird, right? It plays again after again. But look! I, saw, I couldn't really work it out. I mean, there was a bit of me. I was trying to work it out. And I think maybe what's going on is there's an invisible um, thing across it. Like a, a film. And he just about got away with his life like i think it was probably quite close there if he did if he hadn't jumped off when he did he might have gone straight under the water um but it's an interesting um channel to look at he posts a few weird weird things that happen like um and usually you can tell by people's reactions whether or not it's real or not and i'm trying to find the one that i wanted to show you this one with the bees like this guy is just covered in bees and I was like, what? He's like the bee man. But I, 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 it's making me itch actually looking at that. <laughs> yeah, the other dogs went around. I saw that as well, yeah. It could be CGI'd. But um, look at that. It's grabbing, grabbing bunches of them. Ooh! No, not for me, thanks. Um, but yeah, this is a really weird... Um, channel they post a lot of weird stuff um i mainly watch it for the the ghost videos really <laughs> like uh this one for instance is pretty freaky like this this here like shifts and this guy freaks out look at that that is weird So, um, maybe that's something we can add to the show, a kind of like crazy video moment where we talk about weird stuff that is online. Like, cause there's a lot of weird stuff that happens that just like don't particularly make sense. Um, I'm trying to find the one that I saw earlier, but I'm not sure if it was even on this channel. This one with the shoes. Chills, chill. <laughs> yeah, maybe that could be the name of the, the moment. Yeah, Edge of Wonder. They used to do that, didn't they? I think that's maybe where I'm getting the idea from. So uh, maybe we could do that on a med on the media review. Maybe we'll have a, a section on it every week where I can show some videos that um, I've seen. And if you've got any that you can recommend as well. Um, so chills with chill, maybe. Sensitive content.
Uh, it's just a beached whale. I wouldn't say that's particularly sensitive. Oh, this is the video. This is actually the one. This is super creepy. So this is at an airport and there's no plane. Look, there's no plane. Yeah, send me, send me all your stuff. But don't you think that's weird? Looks like they're walking off the plane, but there's no plane. And they're kind of disappearing as well in, in there. So uh, I thought maybe it's a projection. That's my theory on it. But like I'm trying to uh, keep a level level head um, and try not to be freaked out. Because <laughs> I do get freaked out quite a lot. Um, I think that was it, really. I, I want to be careful showing someone outside, like an alien, outside their window. Which... That looks like it could be fake, but. You never know. Yeah, creepy. So, um, finally, on the list, we have the tanker that's stuck in the Suez Canal. Um, and it's something that we'll talk about more on uh, Friday, but let's have a look where it's at now. Because they might have even just got rid of it already. Send me the good stuff. Thank you, Casabella. Alright, let's go to search. I bet it's top news, isn't it? Free the North. Hmm. Oh, it's stuff about uh, labour. Oh, well. Where are you? I really thought it would just like be here. Oh, there it is. It's literally at the top, as I thought. So, is that the... That must be it. Ah, so this, this is what it looks like. So this is locked. So it'll be eased by tomorrow. It's interesting, like, like we were we were speculating when we heard about this on the kind of like trafficking kind of links to that. Um, because obviously these kind of ports, the Suez Canal, the Panama Canal, um, generally these ports generally are a high place where they have trafficking happen. Evergreen. It is, isn't it? Well put together, Casabella. I think it is. I think you might be right. Look at that. Straight up, QAnon claims Suez <laughs> used by Hillary Clinton. That is interesting. Let's have a look. Let's see what Newsweek is saying. QAnon claims stuck Suez Canal ship used by Hillary Clinton to traffic children. That is freak. Like, they're so on it. It's almost like they're ready to uh, knock us off. Followers of the QAnon conspiracy theory trying to find meaning behind blocking the Suez Canal by a cargo ship claim that the vessel has been used by Hillary Clinton for child sex trafficking. Um, I think they're deliberately being idiots here. 
um, on whatever this, what is it, Newsweek? They're just generally idiots anyway. But um, but they're like, why would they say that Hillary Clinton uses this vessel? Like that's just like idiotic. Like the the whole point is that there's there's hidden meanings to everything that happens in this world, and the whole point of Q is to question everything that happens because there's a reason for it, and the fact that on on this. I've lost it. Where are we going? Here we go. On this ship that is stuck, it says evergreen. Is really weird. Anyway, let's see what else they're saying. Some supporters of the radical movement are suggesting the 400 meter ever given currently stuck in Egypt is being used to abuse children on behalf of the cabal of paedophiles that they believe runs the US. Others claim the children held captive on the ship will be revealed to the world live on camera. God, could you imagine if that was true? <laughs> I mean, that is like that is like the most optimistic of optimistic claim I will have ever heard. Like, say what you will about Q, but the QAnon, I should say, because Q is not QAnon. Q is Q. QAnon, something different. Say what you will about it, but they are optimistic fuckers. Let's be honest. A web page is slowing down my browser. Well, which web web page is it? Is it this one? <laughs> the one where we're learning so much. In order to jump to this wild conclusion, QAnon supporters point to the vessel's operator, a Taiwan-based shipping company called Evergreen Marine Corporation. And Ty- Taiwan? Interesting. Clinton was given the Secret Service codename Evergreen while a, when her husband, Bill Clinton, was pregnant. The ship's call sign is H3RC. No. This is getting too freaky. You gotta admit, like Newsweek, you're you're like connecting the dots here. The ship's call sign is H3R3, the same three letters as the initials of the 2016 presidential candidate. Yeah, Hillary Rod- Rodnam Clinton. <gasps> On the Telegram encrypted messaging app. A QAnon account with more than 106,000 subscribers wrote Suez Canal blocked by a huge container ship named Evergreen. Evergreen shipping is most likely a cover for human and sex trafficking. <gasps> Apparently that's it. Or that might be the webpage that was failing. So That's interesting though, don't you think? Well done, Casabella. We make such a good team. You pointed that out straight away. You were like, hold on a minute. I know what evergreen means. So this is a video of it. Wow. Ah, look at that. That's really cool to see that. I've never seen Evergreen, is that a show? It's really interesting, I think. 
something that we'll talk about on Friday, but it's definitely interesting. The fact that, I mean, look at that as well. Like the, the fact that it's so blatant as well. The name Evergreen is insane. Let's have a little look at this evergreen. Evergreen. Are you sure it's not Everwood? Oh, evergreen. Here we go. Min Was it really then? Which one are we saying here? Because there's a few. Is it this one? Or this one? Is it 1985 or 2009, Casabella? Everwood. Okay. So, Casabella recommends we watch Everwood. Mm. I'll tell you what show I am watching again, and it's um, Archer. And I'm actually going to play the, the trailer for the latest series because it is, it is amazing. And obviously, you probably just made the link uh, between uh, the name Archer and my son, who's called Archer. Um, he, yeah, he is named after the show. <laughs> and our dog's called Lana, too. No, I don't apologize, Casabella. Um, I, I do that all the time to be honest <laughs> so this is a trailer for um archer and i'm i'm actually looking forward to watching the next episode tonight and um it's been a while since i've said that about archer because they had a show where he, he was in a coma for three seasons so it was like it wasn't the normal archer so i really wanted it to come back and now he's back so this is the trailer so this might make you watch the show but check out like um the animation style and the kind of the humor of it, it's really like really intelligent humor. Um, but this is it anyway. I lived several lifetimes while I was in that coma in a bunch of different genres. I couldn't get a handle on who I was or what it all meant. He's awake. Can we all just admit that seeing someone in a coma is intensely erotic? <laughs> We've got a mission tonight and I want you on it. Maybe you could know. All right, all right. Let's not make a big deal out of this. Oh, a wave. That's it? So we're really spies again. Things have changed. You finally exercised. Stop being such a dick about it. We've instituted a strict no drinking on duty policy. Here's to backup plans. No. New better Cheryl doesn't do that. You used to be fun. Yeah, well, your legs used to work. The tactile cane. My inevitable rise to the top of that. Oh, uh. oh, yeah, don't hold it like that. Oh, man. Karate Island boner. We try to keep things professional around here. Fine, God, how about work related erection? Yeah. Big Mama's hands out. Biscuits, baby! Get ready for the ride of your life. Don't spray that urine on my son's window. If you want a dollar for doing nothing, walk to Canada. Uh, amateurs! And that is our strength. Gravity, you utter bitch. Welcome back. We took you long enough. Pam, yeah, Pam's the best. Oh, Pam's like Archer's best friend now. Cheryl is so back. Yeah, so I'd, I'd actually recommend Casabella. If I could, um, I could tell you the seasons that you need to skip because, yeah, I, you, it is lo it's long. Like, 11 series is a lot to watch.
But um, there's a few really good good episodes actually that is worth watching. The Bob's Burgers one, where they go into because the guy who plays Archer is also the guy that plays Bob in Bob's Burgers, and he goes into um, he goes into Bob's Burgers as like a guy who's got dementia, and that's a really good episode. There's also an episode where he gets cancer, and then they're giving him fake drugs to treat his cancer and so he goes on a massive rampage to go and get the get the right drugs and then he basically wants to expose the fact that uh cancer treatments aren't working it's really interesting like the way way it is anyway but um so that was just something that i am currently watching if anyone has any other um shows yeah bob's burgers the kids in bob's burgers are the best by far especially louise louise is my favorite um yeah that show is amazing and if you've ever watched um last man on earth have you ever seen that tv show uh with will forte um the first series is cringeworthy as hell but uh yeah the bunny is yeah that's that's louise yeah she's great and the this woman here who's in last man on earth it that's louise so she is, uh, she plays, she does the voice of Louise. Um, and this show is just amazing. So the premise, you haven't seen the show. So um, the premise of the show is that a virus gets released on the public and kills everyone on planet Earth and everyone just starts to die. Everyone starts coughing up blood and then dies. And then this guy, Will Forte, thinks that he's the last one alive on Earth. And uh, spoiler alert, if you if you care about spoilers, turn off now. Uh, but spoiler alert, um, he's not the last man on earth. And people just start turning up and, um, and saying that they've been like hiding in their houses, hiding away because of the virus. But they realize that they're the ones that are immune and they start to try and repopulate the planet. Uh, it's a really interesting um, show. And it's all about really about, uh, I think the... the um, the idea, the premise of the show came from the idea that, like, if if you if you were the last man on earth, I wouldn't sleep with you, um, and so like he is the last man on earth, and still women won't sleep with him, <laughs> apart from this woman, they, they fall in love, and yeah, it's a really good show. Like the ending is is fantastic, and ironically, we finish watching the show where everyone dies from a killer virus the day that the uh, last year, the day that the coronavirus entered the uk so it was a uh, quite interesting for us but yeah i recommend watching it there's a lot of famous people in it um and it's just really funny and very topical now so finally let's play something nice um oh goodness gracious this song I don't think I've played it before, but I need to like start keeping a a, uh, a list of all the songs that I play on the stream. This song's by Mike Righteous, who is a rapper, who is um, is very poetic. But this song's really like a positive song, uh, more so than a, an actual like a protest song. So, just a light one to end on. So thanks everyone for tuning in, and I hope to see you all on Friday for the jaguar and the hornet um and yeah uh send me some of your clips for next next week's media review i'd love to go through some uh crazy videos and stuff like that if you've got any casabella's gonna scare us all potentially so uh yeah thanks again
See you all soon. Ooh. We say, even when I'm feeling down. Take your mask off. We crack a smile. And crack a smile. Yo. It's like this. If you're ever feeling down, now you don't know where to turn. Lost hope.
wall, every man, every woman, every job, crack a small. No, I'm just gonna like. One, two, three, big smiles! Good, yeah? Yeah, it's good. Crack a smile! Be happy, yeah? Everyone be happy! Alright, take it easy, have a good day! Crack a smile! Exactly, take off your mask and crack a smile, make everyone happy! That is literally the point. So, uh, thanks everyone, thanks again. Uh, you're welcome for the rewards. Sorry, Nutty, if you're watching later, that you weren't here to receive that. Uh, thanks to everyone that watches afterwards. Um, feel free to go and check out my Instagram because I've actually added... Uh, I was going to talk about this, but I forgot. But um, let me just do it quickly. So on my Instagram, I've added lots of new links to my link tree. So we got the chill blog. You've got all my live... Uh, things where you can find me and I've also got audio versions of all the Jaguar and the Hornet are on there on Spotify You can find my Twitter my Instagrams You can buy me a coffee if you want to or buy me some coffee and then also I've got the merch store So if you want any merch um, You can get it from here um, They it's all available I've put it literally at cost price uh, But I've actually put a really interesting one on there today, which I designed uh, so it's this one. It's uh, a take on the um, Cards Against Humanity t-shirt. So you can see it's... Oh, so it's this one. Elites Against Humanity. A small group of horrible people... Ah, a small group of horrible people rule the world. So um, so this is the, the kind of um, the t-shirt that I've designed for today. Um, and there's also different versions. So you can get a women's long sleeve tee. Uh, which is far too expensive in my opinion, but you get what you, you get and then uh, a normal long sleeve tee So you, you can just get this one really um, And it comes in different colors so you can get it in red So it stands out more so um, or you could just get the chill joggers or chill t-shirt or whatever Whatever you want. Just let me know. I'll uh, put some more stuff on here if anyone wants anything um, But thanks again And I'll see you all on Friday for the Jaguar and the Hornet so thanks again thanks Casabella thanks Liz thanks Nutty thanks Tom for watching on Twitch and watching later and anyone else who watches uh, please subscribe like and share as much as you possibly can so thank you goodbye